All right, guys, welcome to episode 58 of the Wavy New York podcast. It's your boy Elijah right now. We're out on the online squad cast recording, and we got a really, really, really good old homie on the pod today. My homie, Anthony Anderson. Anthony, Yo. what's good, bro? Welcome on the pod. Yo, how you doing? I'm happy to be how here, man. Up? I'm doing good. You know what I mean? Doing the best that I can <laughs> do in these, given these times. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot these days. But, um, I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm doing I well. I can't complain too much. Um I actually I just uh got some new new uh equipment that I get to fuck right. around with. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Um I'm uh yeah, so I'm I'm doing well. I'm I doing well. You, you know you. what I mean? Can't complain. I'm How good, I'm good. Before I got on, let me give you a preface of what just happened. I got attacked by a Twitter bot on Twitter right now. <laughs> and it's just crazy, like because, like, that's really, like, I like Twitter as a platform. Like, that's where I get my information sometimes. But right. then it's, like, I feel like enough isn't done to persuade the fake bots and, the like, the attacks. Like, if you ever look at anybody's comments that's even slightly famous or slightly relevant, you'll just have random comments that's just attacking them. And you'll yeah. just be like, yo, those are bots. And you know it's bots because it's always a random ass person. They have no picture, no picture of their family. They always have a picture of their fucking, you know, American flag. And then their name will be something stupid like Sandra 0000268, whatever. So, like, all I tweeted was like, yo, remember when the Texas governor was saying, yo, we're going to have football this season? But not even just football, but he was just like, yo, we're going to have 50% attendance at NRG yeah. Stadium this year. And you feel me? All I ended up saying in my exact words was, yo, you looking like a dickhead. That nigga needs to be fired. <laughs> then this bot comes out of any, out of nowhere and saying, oh, I could use the N-word in this yeah. climate, blah, 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 blah. And in my head, I'm like, yo, who the fuck are you? Like, you know what I'm saying? And in my head, I'm just like, bro, if you're not going to send the address, bro, like, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Like, I literally told him, suck my dick in all caps. Because my point is like, what's the point of arguing with somebody over the internet? Bro. And all I'm going to tell you is, suck my dick. You're going to tell me, suck my dick back. And I'm at the point now where, like, if you don't have an address to send me, bro, there's nothing to talk about. Like, I'll send my address. I'll meet you. Bro, like, I feel, I like, I feel like it's not even it's not even worth that level of yo, energy. No, it's not. Yo, it's really not. It's like, yo, when, it's like people say shit just yeah. to get a reaction. Out of, you know, just yep. to get a reaction, just to... I got, I got, I got what? I got to, I got to say something for this no there. like for no reason at all. Cause they go bored, they just gotta do something. So I don't even. I mean, as soon as I, I tweeted something the other day about um something pertaining to you know what's going on. Either it was either I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something I tweeted it, and then like uh, I got a couple. Yeah. You know, right wing yeah. people in my comments. I was like, block, block, block. It's like they got an algorithm to like just parse through it and find <laughs> your tweet and have a preloaded reply. Like, yo, they be coming through in record time. And I'd be like, yo, who has time yo, for yeah, this shit, for nigga? But that's why I came on the pod a little scrambling. That's why I'm a little late, but <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, yo, how you been holding up COVID nineteen wise? You know, um, I gotta. Uh, I would say I was taking it like yeah. very, like super serious, um, especially from like that first week. 
Um, like I was pretty, I was taking it pretty serious, for like the like the two months from like um, March yeah. to April, and then pretty much once everybody in my house kind of started operating like yeah. normally, um, I kind of was like, all right, I can kind of I could chill a little bit, and then, um, yeah, I then I when I seen that motherfuckers was just saying fuck it to the mask <laughs> shit. Doing whatever, doing whatever they wanted to do. Fuck I was it, like, yo. okay. Nah, it, I still, I still didn't say fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. There's no avoiding this. Yeah. Shit. There's nothing. There's nothing that I can do that's gonna prevent me from coming in contact with this shit. There's nothing, yo. There's nothing. And um, you know, I still wear a mask because I'm feel. I feel like I'm like I honestly, even at the very beginning of this, I was never really concerned about catching mm-hmm. it myself i was yeah like i was being precautious because you people i, yeah, live, same, people same, I live with same. um but yeah so i still wear masks because i'm like all right well i could you know i could be spreading it i could come in contact yeah, yeah, with somebody you know what i mean the immune system could be compromised and you know so that's my thing but yo motherfuckers <laughs> is selfish oh, out here yo, D, bro it's crazy yo <laughs> like they don't give a fuck son I mean, yo, you've been outside, like, so you could see. You see more than me. I be outside, like just in between. Like I be in a car. Like yeah, I really don't be risking it for nobody. But you, you seen people outside. Like what's really happening? Yo, so all right, niggas <laughs> 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 living their life. That's what they doing. <laughs> they living their life. You would have <laughs> never thought there was a disease. I'm gonna tell you something. Actually, during uh, so during when it was yeah. like the super lockdowns, I I was working out. Um, I was just working out, and I was like, you know, just making sure I take precautions. So I was I was running from my crib to Grand Army Plaza. So I live in Crown Heights. So yeah. It's like it's like a mile and a half. So when I would get to Grand Army Plaza, well, the first time I did it, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yo, it looked like a party, bro. I'm not even yo. It looked like if somebody would have if somebody was in a coma <laughs> from 2019 to 2020, and you woke them up. In the middle of the lockdown, <laughs> shit, and showed them Grand Army Plaza. They would have been like, "Oh, is it a new trend to wear masks now?" Because y- you wouldn't know uh, nothing was going on. But at the same time, at the same time, though, all those other people is probably thinking the same thing about me. So I can't complain too much because everybody that was there is probably feeling like they should be the only person yeah. there. So you know what I mean? Nah, it's it's different, yo. People either feel really like yo. This shit is wild, or this shit isn't real. But it's like there's no in between shit. Like I can't explain it. It's it's, it's just crazy yeah. to me. Wait, yo, what's your stance on the conspiracy I mean, thing? So yeah, my thing on the conspiracy thing is like honestly, like I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it's like was this man made? Possibly. Like mm-hmm. I don't know anything's possible. I do think it's real. Like I, I was reading some shit in the New York Times. It was like a whole like timeline of how this shit happened. Like in reality, like I just feel like motherfuckers didn't think this shit was gonna be that bad. That was always like the like if you really think about life, so many times we kind of dodge like major catastrophic like disasters by like an inch or two just because yeah. something happened the right way. Like let's just say hypothetically speaking, this was the most lethal disease, right? And you got yeah. this shit, motherfuckers died. If niggas just started dying as soon as they got COVID in like a one day, two day turnaround, this shit wouldn't spread because it wouldn't live in somebody's body long enough. So I just felt like this shit was like the perfect disease for like, like for something to spread. Like the fact that it spreads asymptomatically is really what makes it so like, 
I feel like real, but I mean, I don't think it's a hoax. What I will say is like, there were points in the government, like they definitely botched the way, like our government, I can't speak on like the world's government, but yeah. there was definitely ways we botched it. Like the, oh, the whole not wearing a mask. Like remember in the beginning, it was like, yo, don't wear masks. They don't do shit. I, I remember for a hundred percent, the Surgeon yeah. General, who's a black guy, don't fuck with him because he's married to a white woman. He's not one of us, not a real black <laughs> nigga. But he got on there. He was like, yeah, the masks don't work. And I remember I was on that shit before, like, the mask was even a thing. I was like, yo, like, you mean the mask don't work, nigga? Like, bro, why wouldn't it work? Like, if I cough into a mask, you know, my particles won't go outside. Like, why? Oh, you may touch your face while putting the mask on. I'm like, all right, why don't I just exercise caution not to touch my face? Why don't Mm -hmm. I just make sure my hands are clean? So I feel like they kind of botched that. And then I think Fauci came back out to say, like, yo, we really, um, we really wanted to p- kind of push that narrative because we didn't want people buying up all the masks from the healthcare workers, but like they needed to keep it a buck. I just felt like that lack of transparency is when yeah. people started getting the distrust. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Nah, for sure. I um, I also feel like you know, for the most part, people kind of just didn't take it serious. Like they just yeah. weren't taking it seriously. Um. And I think that, uh, you know, Trump administration when presented <laughs> with the facts was just like, whatever. Fuck it. And then, <laughs> and then when they, when we started getting hit, they just was like, oh shit. Like they didn't really know what to do. You know yeah. what I mean? They called their pants down. Yeah. I think it's somewhat of a lack of understanding. Like, I don't know if viral, ins- like, like, I don't know if viral infections are like taught in everybody's schools and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it should, like to some basic degree. Yeah. I don't know if it was taught well, but it was just a lack of understanding where they were just like, like, yo, this shit's not real. Like we don't have an issue. So I don't, I don't know. I just but, don't understand why we got caught with our pants down. And we were just exactly. so unprepared for something the first like that. Thing I thought about was swine flu back in forward, yo. I never forget this. I remember shit. that we had shut down. <laughs> we didn't go to school for like. No, I don't even think we got shut down. But I, I don't think we got shut down. But I remember everybody was kind of on edge a little bit. Yeah, I remember St. Francis shut down though, and we had a couple teachers that was from St. Francis not able to come to come to work and shit. But I'm like, those are very basic precautions that... Yeah, it wasn't that deep like this. You know what I'm saying? If we would have took those precautions, we probably would be okay. At the same time, um, it seems as if uh, because at the rate, the way that this was spreading is just that at this point now, we kind of just have to go through it because now if we come in contact with a country that managed to keep their cases down and like a very minimal to like where they only had like 10 20 cases now one of us go over there we could like fuck it up, fuck them up. like yeah. so now it's like now we now we all got to go through it because the united states wanted to be a dickhead exactly and, and europeans want to be fucking traveling back and forth love traveling like nothing was, like nothing was happening like and that's the thing is like I, I like I, I hope that from this we have a new procedure where like yo let's just be on the side of caution like yo epidemic yo new virus we don't know nothing yo close the borders nobody flying in nobody flying out like instead of just because yo there was mad Europeans coming <laughs> from like, yo not not for nothing there was a girl at my job that worked directly across from me bro mm-hmm. she went to Europe Italy all that shit like a week before March 12th like you know wow. what I mean allowed to come in and out so it wasn't like yo they really was asleep at the wheel like yo whatever whatever wow. I don't see nothing so it was like come on like you know what I mean if there was any like urgency if there was any like protocol followed where they was like alright yo we gonna take control of this I honestly feel like we probably would have saved the extra like at least 10-20 thousand lives easily yeah. 
facts. And so, not only, yo, <laughs> not only that, um, when um during that uh what's that uh what was that March March twelfth March twelfth we got shut down yeah um lost my fucking train of thought. That happens. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what happened. As it was coming out, that shit just. I'll take that from you for a second, and if it come back to me, just feel free to interrupt. But like, I I know what you mean. It's just like, like March twelfth. I I remember like honestly, it was just a dire day where I didn't really want to be outside. Like I remember I had a second job at the YMCA. You know, I was coaching. Um, it's like a speed and strength class for kids, and. It was just at a point where I noticed, like, there was this one girl, one of my favorite students. Like, her dad's, like, 80 years old, 75, old-ass guy. She's young, so like, 8 or 9. But, like, they just stopped coming two to three weeks. And then, all of a sudden, I started putting two and two together. Like, oh, shit. Like, yo, he's not trying to die. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this shit is killing old people. So, I feel like that's when I started taking it real. And then it was just, like, you know, kids were just coughing. Like, every time somebody coughed on the train, it was just mad little things where I'm like, yo, low-key, like, we had poor like public health like i don't even know i don't, I don't want to say public health but poor mannerisms like in china motherfuckers will wear a mask and shit if they sick but like in new york like this motherfucker's like ah, not covering their mouth <laughs> like yo cover your fucking mouth so it was all that little shit and then ironically enough as soon as they shut down that's when i started getting sick so like i was like yo and in my household it was like yo we're not having this shit yo, they locked me in this room it was a point i was in this room for 14 days I couldn't go no further than the bathroom. If I wanted food, they brought it to the t- the, the window, and that was it. Like I wasn't leaving. It just you know, I didn't know what it was, and, and there was never a point where I thought I was gonna die. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how this shit is gonna infect anybody. Like every time mm-hmm. I showered, I had to get a Lysol wipe, wipe down the handle, wipe down the sink, wipe down the t- the bathtub, wipe down mm-hmm. everything because you just didn't know. So it was just a state of paranoia, lack of information. But <sighs> here we are. <laughs> here we are bro here we are for real so i don't Shit, know man. i feel like things are getting better i just don't want us to go backwards like you know things are starting to open like i know barbershops open up did you get a cut this week have you been Absolutely. back to the barbershops i see Absolutely. and I, I so i have a quick question so with the barber how's the barbershop procedure right now because i'm so you, you see me right now i'm looking homeless i could yo, use a cut I, so i don't know how all barbershops are doing it but my barber okay. Um, I actually like what they're doing right now. I hope they continue to do this shit even okay. after because <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, when you go to barbershop in the hood, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's low key, it's low key based on some favoritism shit. Of course, <laughs> don't give me, yo, me and my barber, I'm actually in very good standing with this man. <laughs> you know, like I pull up, and then you know, what I mean, sometimes it'd be like, let's say it's like four people in front. Of, I'd be like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, yo, damn. He'd be like, he, then he look at me, be like, yo, I got you. I'd be yeah. like, all right. So that means I'm going to skip at least two people. At least. Make it seem I, like you had an appointment. He'll be yeah. like, my barber do the same shit. He'd be like, yo, yo, I got you after I cut my man's right here. Exactly. <laughs> so, but this time, but I also at the same time, I would call and I would still wind up waiting for a little bit. This time, though, I called. I said, yo, I'm going to be there at 12. He said, all right, cool. So when I got there, they have these two ladies kind of sitting up at the front. They ain't oh. allowed people to wait inside. Yeah. She was like, um, she was like, all right, what's your name? I was like, Anthony. She was like, all right. So they, they had a li- each barber had like a list basically, and she was crossing names out as he, as they were cutting it. Um, here, she was like, all right, yeah, you next. She was like, don't move, da da da. So I waited probably 10, 15 minutes the most because he was finishing up the person in the chair. Yeah. And then I was in and out of there, and wow. then like 
like everybody that came, nobody was waiting there for a super long ass time. You know, what yeah, because I mean? you gotta be on time now. No more yeah. that bullshit. So I, I like I like the new system. I can't. I'm not even. I'm not mad at it. Nah, I'm 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 waiting like another maybe four weeks, and then I, I gotta drive back. I go to this barbershop levels in like Clinton Hill. You probably mm. seen it before, and. Like, I, I mean, my barber sent out the blast text like, yo, we ain't having no more waiting. Like, he was already on that appointment only mm-hmm. shit. But obviously, you know, every now and then, yo, you don't got nobody in your chair. I right, hook me up. But I guess that's dead. And there's just no waiting in the shop. And in a barbershop, there's so many times where there's niggas that's not even getting their hair cut. Just mm-hmm. chilling, t- talk, talking games. So that's dead for a minute. But I saw some people, and I don't know, don't quote me. It's only been white people. They barbers have them getting cut with their face mask on. They wasn't getting the facial hair done. They wasn't getting their beard done. Mm-hmm. Like... And I'm I'm like, that's a big part of it for me. If I'm not getting my facial yeah. hair done, I don't really know if I really want to go. So, like, they touched your shit, right? They did your facial hair, your yeah, beard, and all yeah. that shit. Yeah, so, like, Yo, is that a universal thing? No, we got it, man. I, I, you know, I'm not I'm not saying to throw precaution to the wind, but we yeah. got it. Like, yeah. you're gonna, if, you, if you're going to go in a barbershop, sit in a chair, you're going to take a blade to my face, cut them, bro. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. I, I, I just feel like that has to be a necessary risk that comes with the service. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is what I'm gonna say. Like if I go in a barbershop, I'm being honest, I want to be the first or second nigga in there for the day. Like that's just how it I don't want to be his last nigga. I wanna be the first or second, <laughs> get my shit, be out. I don't wanna yeah. see nobody, that's it. I'm cool with that. But like if you're not gonna do my beard, my mustache, real, like what we talking about? Exactly. My barber pretty pretty pricey these days too. So that's good yeah. to know though. That's good to know, but uh, I about um, I um not to not to speak. Well, I'm not, no, not good. Topic, but um, actually, so I don't know if you noticed. Like, I I've been like um doing like videos and stuff or whatever. But I really, what I'm really really into is like short films and stuff. So this project. Like, oh yeah, I did. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so I've been working on this project. Um, but I was working on it before quarantine. So I've actually been working on this for like two years now. Um, so I got. Um, a really real good relationship with somebody who um opened up their own barbershop and it's called um Auto Grooming BK. It's right here on um uh what's this Kingston and um it's like right off right off of Kingston and Fulton. Okay. So, okay. Um, is that still Kingston when it turns? Yeah, yeah. Right off right off of Kingston and Fulton, um, next to the McDonald's. So okay, it's okay. like um it's a real nice real nice shop and in the back is a t- tattoo parlor and then. You go outside is like a whole sitting area in the backyard. Or whatever. Oh, wow. It's real dope. But like he built it from the ground up and I was there from the very beginning from when <laughs> he was talking about it. And so we've been working and like he really got it up like out the mud. Like he really been grinding on um, working on this shit. So, you know what I mean? So obviously I was supposed to link him like probably like that week that everything got shut down. Then um, we was uh, like, he was like, he was like, yo, hey. he's like, come through that. And then shit started to shut down left and right. I was like, damn, so I didn't see him for a minute. And then I did see him more recently, but he was telling me what he did was he started upping his prices. He was like, he was already he was already like charging a little bit more because he he you know he's offering like a like a little bit more of a um like I I don't want to say exclu- but high end service. Yeah. Um but now he's been like his price his price tag has been up there, it's been like 50, 60, but he still was. He still had to go to people' cribs to cut them. Like people just like hitting him up, like, "Yo, can you come by? Give me a cut this, that, and the third. And I'm saying that to say, he still had to pay his bills. Like he didn't really have that. You know what I mean? He didn't really have the luxury of just being like, "I, I can't." Da 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 da. I can sit on my ass and do nothing. Yeah, that doesn't work. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And that's fucked up. It's like when you in the U.S., you got to choose between like living 
or being poor. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you you can't do both. Like, it's fucked up. I mean? that, that's a yeah. choice that people got to make. And that's why, yeah, I do feel for, like, actual business owners because, like, there's no relief. Like, the crazy thing about the government is, like, they've given, you know, these airlines and all these people big-ass bailouts. Like, Delta, JetBlue, they're giving them all that money, and they're still not going to give you your money back for your refund. They're going to just say, yo, fly with us later. So they keep your money, got an extra additional stimulus. Mm -hmm. But for these small businesses, it's like, yo, you on your own. Like, And it's crazy because they basically contributing to help keep the like spread down, but you're not giving them any incentive mm-hmm. to continue and do that shit. That's why it's like crazy how the government works. And it's like, in reality, like, yo, y'all could print money. Like, y'all the only <laughs> entity in the world that could print money. Yeah, inflation will be out the ass, but yes, y'all can print money. Y'all can find funds well, to give to these guys. If, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what your stance is on this. Uh, I don't know how uh, radical you are. Uh, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> Personally, like, what is money, bro? Like, oh, it's money's not anything. But but this, but here's my thing, and I think this this virus has truly has truly shown, it's, it's it's truly shown, like you know how ridiculous the world that we live in is. Um, you know, I mean, money, the U.S. dollar is supposed to be representation of gold, right? You yeah. know how much gold we have in a reserve, mm-hmm. and um, but my thing is. Gold looks nice, but who the fuck said we all want gold? Like, exactly. what, what has gold done for me? Doesn't Listen, do anything. I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a gold nose ring. <laughs> if I take it out, I'm not going to die. So who came up with this system and said that? This value system. <laughs> like, 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 what, like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's, it's like, what are, like, what are we really doing here? And if, like... We've proven and shown that we have more than enough resources for everybody here. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what it, what are we doing here? And you know, you know, this shit is like really exposing that. You know, what I mean, even 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 amongst like you know, uh, like you know, people around our age, like on Twitter and shit, this and the third, like because yeah. like you know, people like to make fun of people for being broke or this that, and of the third. Course. They love that shit, right? but they don't want to show you how they got lit or whatever. That shit's always secret. Son, is this that right? Everybody's everybody making the jokes on to the this person broke or that person broke and this and the third and it's like okay this person broke cool but then you turn around and complain about shit like uh healthcare this that, and the third or whatever this and the, and it's like dog like the shit that you're asking for or um are you encouraging is socialism but then you turn around and call people broke like it the two can't exist like yeah, yeah. you can't be elitist and 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 anti-capitalist you know what i mean exactly it's like, it's like the two and that's something that i feel like we gotta collectively like come to an agreement on like all right yeah this shit is not working so let's figure something else out exactly like, and you know but People are also very comfortable, very complacent, and very. you know we're not really um we're not really trying to um do too much to change it because we're so comfortable operating in this system. And well, you see the results. We got. Well, you see the results. <laughs> see the results. Now, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, it needs to be overthrown, and it's just like yo, it's so like fucked up. Because like I said, it's all about getting money. But then like I think COVID was the first time where it's like yo, you can have all the money in the world, yo. If I have coronavirus, I call for you and your health ain't shit. You dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. like we're at a point now where it's like 
yo, if there's an epidemic, you have all the money in the world, but it's like shit is at a standstill. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yo, if your barber don't want to cut your hair, you can't cut your hair. Like, if you want to buy bottle service in the club and all that shit, and there's a national health emergency, like, <laughs> there's nothing you could do. The club is done. Like, and that's why I'm trying to let people understand. That's why, like, I feel like this period of time is like, I, I think it was good in a way. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say it covid was good but it was yeah. if you if you wasn't able to die or get sick or lose your yeah. job or whatever you was also able to afford the time to like really like reevaluate life and really think about yeah. like what really matters because exactly. i think like after this if you don't come through with a new perspective on life like yo what really matters like you know how many times i'd I be looking at my bank account i used to be like damn son like I wish I had chicken. Like, all these people working, they're not doing shit. They're getting paid more money than me. They're not doing shit. Now I'm just like, yo, son, at least I'm alive. Like, at least I don't got to worry about when my next meal going to come. Like, right. little exactly. shit. So it's like, exactly. people really got to take that shit into perspective. And it's like, the whole thing, it's so it's so many multi-layers of this shit. Like, even like with the whole cancel culture, everybody's getting so angry with different people. And to some of them, I agree. But mm-hmm. it's like, we give these, like, entertainers, these influencers so much power where it's like, yo... Fuck these influences. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, what yo. do they really do for your life? Some of them. Like, you gotta really like reevaluate. Like, they provide you with comedy. All right. How's that helping my bank account? Do they provide you with like food? No. Yeah. Like, how's that helping my stomach? Like, that's what people really gotta understand. Like, yeah, I give these influencers the platform and the power that they have over you when in reality it's like, yo, if you pull away, that's that that affects them more than it affects you. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it's yo. weird. Yo, it's uh I was watching, I was watching this engagement on Twitter between J Cole and No Name, and I'm like, why do y'all give a fuck? Yo, why like, do you give a fuck? Why do y'all give a fuck? Like, come on, son. And it's 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 like, yo, it's like, I'm like, yo, like this really turned into like a real debate. But you know what? A real debate. It. I guess I guess you could say it sparked some like very real conversation. But yeah, it's just like. What are we doing here? Yo, people are like overly invested. Like people are more invested in these figures than they're invested in themselves. Like real shit. Like yeah, like sick. Like people are emotionally drained. Like I can't believe. Like they'll be like, I can't believe J Cole did that, or I can't believe. Like you know what I mean? Where it's like, yo, you don't know this man. <laughs> he doesn't know you. It's like people gotta find a way to remove themselves and just be like, yo, yeah, you whatever perfectly. You were yeah. people got to figure out a way to remove themselves, and it's like that's what it is. People so focused on them indiv- their individual selves, they're so focused yeah. on I and oh, how does this make me feel? And oh, what yeah. I feeling what I think. And yep. you think this man J Cole woke up and decided <laughs> he was going to record a song to piss you off? <laughs> like, come on now, exactly. Come on now, you think exactly. he was like, oh, let me look up this person on Twitter here. Okay, okay. Yeah, he probably ain't gonna feel it. I got, I got something for them. Like, it's like, it's like, yo, what are you doing? Come on, you, you gotta that him, B Simone. Yo, I didn't even know who she was until everybody apparently canceled her. That's how like uninvested I am in these people that don't really, yo, you know what I mean? There's so many, there's so many celebrities. I didn't know who they were before they were canceled. Yeah, exactly. Where I'm like, oh, who's B Simone? And I'm like, oh, I still never heard of her. Like, never crossed my life. <laughs> And I'm like, the fact that these people have so much power and then it's just like, yo, if you, people could just find a way to like re- reattribute these like 
this energy into something else, yo, I'm pretty sure people be doing a lot better in life. Like in general, like there's no reason people should know everything about these people to that point. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, in 2016, she said this racist shit or, or that, you know what I mean? Like the fact that you know the history of E. Simone more than who, the history. Who, 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 who now nah, who typed in, who typed in the, the ad name and like, Hmm. Oh man, they got something here. I know it's something. It's something like that's a, that's some scary shit, yo. That's what that I'm is- saying. And it, it and it's the same people that be on Twitter like that's attacking me. It's just people that are like just restless. And I'm like, yo, y'all spending all this time like doing all these searches, doing all this shit. Yo, be a fucking like social media yeah. expert. Get a job in doing that. Maybe you could make some money. Work for TMZ where you're like, yo, yeah. we gonna dig up the dirt on <laughs> Kanye from 2015, 20 whatever. Yeah. But, like, Get, do do something where you get money and get something out of it. Like people are just so bored. It it, it kills me. Or it kills me. It burns me up. It burns me up. It burns me yeah. up. That's that's the thing too. It's like it's like what what else could you have been doing instead yeah. of instead of this right here? But you know, that's neither here nor there, man. I <laughs> yo, people people are different. Very people are different, yo. Eh, very, but uh, let's talk a little bit about because and let sign me if I'm wrong. So you was into fashion before, like were you working in fashion at one point? Yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk I'm, a little bit about that. All right, so I'll just actually just give you a a, a brief like background or whatever. Okay. And, like kind of, I guess you could say my journey post Bishop Ford. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> before I, before we go past that, am I wrong? You was only at Ford for like a year or two, right? You was freshman yeah. year or you left sophomore year? Yeah, I left I left freshman year. I don't know why I feel like you was there for like two, three years, but I feel I mean, like we like, had mad I, experiences. I had, I had definitely like popped back up like a couple times. I was still like hanging around, still linking. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, mean, I left Bishop Ford after year. I was I was fucking up in school. My mother was like, uh-uh. I, ain't that. <laughs> I was fucking up in Ford. I wasn't doing too bad though. At least I didn't get kicked out. You know yeah, what I mean? You could have been doing a lot of worse. I mean, half the freshman class got kicked out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh so after Bishop Ford, I wound up transferring to Williamsburg Prep. Um it was like at that time that school was like pretty new. It was like it was only like like three or four years like old it was like it's like one of those schools i was like in a bigger school they like broke the school up yeah you know what i mean and it just so happened that waynesburg prep just turned out to be like an actual like good school so now mm-hmm. when i went you didn't need any requirements to go in there and now you need at least a 85 jesus um like they like it's it's kind of it's real it's real fucked up because you gotta think like before anybody any kid from any neighborhood would have gotten it now when you switch the gp up like this yeah, I feel, now like, you're getting... I feel it's like a form of segregation, you know what I mean? Because you yeah. know, black minority kids aren't performing as well. Mm-hmm. And when I had visited the school, like I like you could like you see like you can see there's a lot more, it's a lot more white kids, a lot more Asian kids now in the school, and it's like damn, like I feel like you just took those seats from kids that could have really used it, you know? What that I'm actually live in a neighborhood too, like you know yeah. what I mean? So, so yeah, um, I went, I went to Williamsburg Prep, um. Wingsburg Prep, uh, graduated this third from Wingsburg Prep. Uh, it was while I was in Wingsburg Prep, I actually took an interest uh, to fashion. Actually, I want to bring this um story up because this is kind of crazy. Uh, this shit, this shit actually came full circle for me in like November that just passed. So, um, in 2011, um, I had started like this like fashion blog or whatever, right? Yeah. And it was called um the Oxford Rebel, and I didn't, I didn't really, I wasn't consistent with it. I didn't post much about it. You know what I mean? But 
But I then I I really wish I would have because it, it I feel like it'd be somewhere now. But anyway, <laughs> but one of the first pictures I ever the very first picture that I like put po- I really like reposted and was like writing about was it's this picture from like these dudes they were like working with um you know this you know that store BK Circus yeah 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 so like they were wearing an outfit from BK Circus and some other shit and. It's like four of them, they're like on some steps. And at the time it was like this prep streetwear kind of like clash thing. And I thought it was like the wave, I thought it was the waviest shit ever. Like, <laughs> nah, real shit. Like I really thought that was like the waviest shit ever. And so that was the very first thing I ever posted. That was the very first thing I did like towards fashion, right? So fast forward to November, right? My homegirl hit me up and was like, yo, I'm going to a photo walk. So for those of you that don't know what a photo walk is, it's basically a bunch of photographers, models, and stylists just randomly link up, network, take pictures if they want, you know what I mean? Just chop it up, just just talk shit. It's what literally whatever. And like it's a cool, it's cool because like if you're in the area and you see this happening, like you can notice like this group of people is like some type of creative. Yeah. Like you're gonna notice, like like even like random photographers is just joining, like, oh, can we can we take this? Like, yeah, it's just the energy is just different. Pretty so the one who has whose picture was featured in New York Times with the dude with the do-rag in front of the Trump Tower is fist up. Mark C, the photographer that did that did that, who's like who's like doing really well and he has like um a really um good following on IG. He organized this photo walk, right? So my homegirl's like, yo, hit me up. So I just I just went or whatever. And so I went and at that photo walk, there was this woman there named Hannah. So Hannah is actually from I wanna say Switzerland. I could be okay. wrong though. But Hannah was there. And she's a photographer. And then she was like, she was just, she just happened to be in the area walking by. And then she was like, oh, um, we started speaking a little bit. And then she was like, oh, uh, what are you doing later on? Uh, you should go to this event. So the event was actually at this this thing called Savant Studios. Savant Studios is a few blocks away from me. I had been there before, but um, just to shop around or whatever. She's like, I'm going to this event. But at the moment, I didn't know, realize where it was, right? So I was like, all right. Me and my we my crew we not doing nothing so <laughs> let's we might as well it's you know it's good energy <laughs> not me so we just gonna do that so we get to after the photo walk is done all right I'm like all right cool I'm we'll probably check this out later on I'll see you there whatever leave her whatever so now we like yo we hungry let's get something to eat so we go to El Jefe right <laughs> go to El Jefe um which is right on Fulton Avenue um like I said not far from me. Then we like, all right, let's look up the spot. Look up the spot. It's literally two doors down. <laughs> so we like, oh shit. So we pull up there, right? And what this event actually is, um, there's an artist called Joseph. Uh, his name is Joseph Kenny. So Joseph Kenny, his mother passed away, and um, he did this spoken word piece attached with a short film. It's a really, it's really beautiful. Honestly, um, you should definitely look it up and watch. It's on HBO. Okay. And so they had like a film screening basically, and. They redesigned the studio to kind of be like a museum, um, and but the, I don't know if that's the right word for it. But it's like a, it was like kind of like a, the gallery. Yeah, like it was like recreated so that it's like stuff from his like parents and his mom's house oh, um, okay, before okay. she passed, like stuff from his childhood, okay, and okay. all inside the gallery. And then you go downstairs, and that's where the screening was at. And like it was like a really intimate, it was like a beautiful thing, bro. Like honestly, like, it was it was like one of the greatest like art experiences I've ever had. Like, no doubt about it. So he has like memorabilia and stuff around. So I turned to the look at this glass, and then the glass is like a newspaper. 
right? And then the new on the newspaper is the photo that I posted for when I was when I first started my fashion blog. Oh wow! And then I was like, yo, so I, he was like, you know, he's real cool, walking around talking. I said, yo, um, that's you right there. He was like, yeah, that's me and my guy. Um, when we were <laughs> this thing with the Brooklyn Circus, and I was like, yo, bro, I kid you not, that's the first post. I was like, that's the first photo I ever posted when I first <laughs> got into fashion, like. That's but it was so shit. crazy. Like it's so crazy how the universe works like that. Like, I, like I never post that photo thinking in my head I would ever meet this dude. And then like to me, like he's like such a cool person. Like, like that shit was that shit was That's hilarious. It really came full circle. But um, but yeah. So uh, I got into fashion like like 2011, uh, 2011, 2012, or whatever. Um, but I didn't at that time for me fashion still wasn't like a real career like yeah i didn't view that as a real career like i like um so i went to morehouse for computer science actually like and i get to morehouse and morehouse is morehouse is cool whatever it's in atlanta <laughs> you know what i mean it um it's cool but i decided ultimately it's not for me and um it's expensive as fuck too that's another thing um like i definitely was would not have been able to afford to like stay there yeah. uh, for all four years and but at this point in Morehouse, I was spending a lot of time like watching, watching, um, like like fashion shows and like uh, like studying different designers. And then I'm like, all right, uh, what am I really doing here? And I'm like, all right, maybe I could get into fashion journalism. Yeah, right there too. So I'm like, maybe I could do that. And then at a certain point, I want to say like January, February of that year. I was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> and, I, and then I was just like, yeah, I don't want to be here. Like, you know, you just have one of those. I just. Like, I just, why am I here anymore? I this shit's not working for me. And yeah, I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, I just, I came to the clinic. I was like, I do not want to be here. Like, I had to keep it real with myself. Like, ah. So I wound up transferring to FIT where I started studying fashion business. And the only reason why I started doing fashion business was because I had no clue how to make a portfolio. I didn't know how to design. Like, I don't really feel like I can draw that well. So I was just okay. like, you know, this is my way in. I can just yeah. do like, a fashion business this and the third. And uh, so I started going to FIT. And I didn't graduate from FIT, but during my time period at FIT, I'd like worked a couple of like um, fashion shows. You know, you could volunteer and stuff yeah. like that during fashion week. And then... Nice. At the same time, I'm teaching swim lessons at um at the YMCA. So like my network, I'm teaching at the Ninth Street Park Slope YMCA. So it's like yeah. the bougie YMCA. The bougie one, yeah. I already yeah, know. Like, I already, I, I already know the vibes. That's the one the Blasio go to, and it's all the privileged exactly. Park Slope kids. You know I mean? So now <laughs> I'm like, it, as it turns out, I'm pretty good at teaching. You know what I mean? So my network is kind of expanding. So like, you know, I, I got clients that are like in like good places that can actually help me out. So somebody's like, oh, I can get you this internship. Da da da. I'm like. Cool. So, like, I'm doing these internships and shit. I'm starting to realize, don't nobody give a fuck if I went to FIT or not. <laughs> so, I'm like, all right. So, like, at this point, I'm also paying for school. I'm paying for school out of pocket by myself, too, because my mom yeah. was just like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> she, was, she was, like, mad about the moral situation. So, it's be so, you know what I mean? Like, I definitely could have done better, but I just was like, you know what I mean? You fuck it up. So, uh, I'm paying for it by myself. I'm just like, all right. I can if I can just start working in the field that uh, I want to do, then like I should be good. So I exactly. kind of just like doing like little like jobs here and there, and um, I like I knew like I wanted to get into styling. I had done some personal styling. Like my boss had hooked me up with like 
like her her husband was like in an interview at Google, and that oh, wow. the time I started like really, I guess you could say coming into myself. Where I started exploring and doing a lot of stuff just by myself. I was like going to these like different meetups and like network events, and like literally meet people. That I was just like, yeah, I'll pay you to style me. Wow. And, like, like it was like it was kind of crazy. And then I'm like, all right, I'm doing these fashion internships. I'm styling people here and there. And then I'm like, um, at the same time, I'm still learning like how to put together a portfolio. And I'm like, all right. And then, but I also, at the same time, I'm like working with my, not working, but like, you know, creating a lot with my boys who are photographers. And we always, always, always been into films and shit too. So then I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, all right, how can I make this work? So like- Mesh all these worlds. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, they tell you to focus on one thing. One thing. You know, make sure you focus on one thing, this, that, and the third. And then- um. I'm like, I'm like, all right, <laughs> like I want to, but I can't, like, I also can't like just the way my mind works. Like I always like, like I always have other tabs open and not yeah, just, you don't want to just do one thing. You start, yeah. it's not like you got that ton of it. You'd be like, oh, this shit's lit too. Like I want to yeah. try it. You only got one life. Exactly. <laughs> and just the way my mind works is that even if, if let's say if I had the ability to clear everything out the way and just focus on one thing. I'm not going to be able to do that one thing because I'm going to be too anxious. Like, hey. I need the other tabs open so I can occupy, like, that corner of my brain so I, can, hey, hey. <laughs> like, so I can really lock in right here. Like, I need that. So I had, uh, I had like, sorry, I had, um, uh, I, like, formulated some, like, like different fashion shows and, like, concepts and ideas and stuff I was playing around, playing around with. And then I started to recognize, like, all right, like, I'm, I'm a like creative person, like, yeah. I mean, like, but I really love film. I really love fashion, um, and I at the time I wasn't too sure how I could put it together, but I knew at some point it would. It would. I knew at some point it would come together. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I started. I want to say uh, maybe twenty. 2015, I started actually drafting up a concept for my own clothing line because, like I said, I wanted to be a designer. But prior to going to FIT, I had no clue how to go about that at yeah. all. <laughs> at this point, I have a little bit more knowledge. I'm like, all right, I got a little bit more knowledge. I know how to, I, I know how to do some a little bit of fashion journey now. I know I know the people I got to speak to to like really launch my shit or whatever. So I started drafting concepts around there around then, and then um. At some point last year, I, I quit my job at the YMCA because I'm like, all right, I'm still doing this other shit. Yeah. I don't need to be. I was like, yo, I either go hard or go home. And um, I, I managed to secure this internship. I was like, where I was actually like a content manager. Like, the dude just liked how I speak, how I spoke. Yeah. Like, I wanted to interview for like a merchandising position. And he was just like, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, I really fuck with you. I fuck with your vision. He was like, <laughs> I feel like you should be like a content manager. I was like, all right. And then I like, Right at, directly after that, I also landed this position with this production company that was like wow. doing dog shows like all, all over the U.S. I was like traveling for free. <laughs> I was traveling for free. I had this internship. Like I was lit. I was like, y'all, I'm out of here, boy. I was, I, was, I, was, I was like, fuck the Y. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because I was making decent money at the Y because I was teaching so many private lessons. Yeah, no, nah, nah, the Y will pay the instructor as well. As someone 
that that works nah. there now part time. They they try to throw a little bit of chicken at you. Time. Nah, yo, bro. Nah, I ain't gonna hold you. Nah, fuck the why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, like, nah, like, bro. It was get, it got to the point where I literally had like the most like private lessons like of anybody in that department. Like, so oh, I had gosh. like um. On average, let's say you can get like you can have like your regular schedule. Yeah. Let's say your schedule is from like, um, let's say you have an eight-hour schedule from nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. What what usually happens since the classes start around like three ish, you will have like four classes, and then maybe you have like one private here and one private there. My schedule was all privates, nine <laughs> to five. Like I did, I was doing whatever the fuck I wanted, like basically. But it was just because parents kept asking for me, and then. I was stepping up in other places like they needed a fitness instructor. I was like, I can do that. Like that's yeah. easy. For me. And I wound up taking over a fitness class. So like I really was doing whatever I wanted. <laughs> and I was feeling like because I know like I'm I'm good at this. This is easy for me, but I know what I'm passionate about. I'm like, this shit is holding me back because I'm too comfortable right now. And you got too much time invested into it too. I can yeah, see that. I'm, I can see I'm that. I'm like, yo, I'm just I was like, so I got a pullback, so I had quit. And then I got a job um as a creative producer, actually, um, with the, working with this like online, um, like vintage, uh, vintage like uh, e-commerce store, and okay, basically okay. my job was basically like I was like coordinating styling photo shoots and connecting with different, um, connecting with different uh, vintage store owners so that they can sell mm-hmm. their products on our platform. And like I was also like drafting up ad campaigns. Like that shit was it was like the perfect yeah. version of all everything that I was like passionate <laughs> about. You know what I mean? And then, uh, yeah, so I had that job. And then, like, uh, that job, they, they actually wound up letting me go, though, uh, for budgeted reasons. At least that's what I was told. I mean, I ain't going yeah, to investigate it. The CEO, she was real cool, though. She's, like, been, she's actually, she's dope. She's been, like, trying to help me, like, find a new job and all of that shit. She was that's like, she was like, yeah, she was like, nah, you're, she was like, you're talented, you know what I mean? I, she was like, she was like, I wish I could just keep you on as just like creative, da da da. She's like, but you know, we can't afford it. I was like, All right. But yeah, man. So that's pretty much the journey. So that's here we are. <laughs> hell of a story, man. And yeah. I, I, I like that because like, yo, I think so many times we like force people like, oh, yo, go to college. Like sometimes I feel like you learn more just like throwing yourself in there and just trying to figure shit out. And it's yeah. like, I keep it a buck. I. I'm someone that's similar to that where it's like, yo, because everybody be like, oh, I know what I want to be. Like, sometimes you got to just experience shit before you really know what the fuck you want to be. Like, I know what I'm good at. That don't mean I want to do it. Like, I'm good at a lot of complex mm-hmm. shit. Don't mean I want to do it. Like, oh, you're good at science. You want to be a researcher? Uh, Not really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't get paid enough bread. <laughs> uh, also, that shit's mad work. But there's also, like, I'm starting to see, I like, 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 I like, uh, I like analyzing stuff. Like, I like complex processes. So, like, I've been like at the point where I just been dabbling to everything during quarantine. Like I'm at the point where I'm like da- dabbling into data science. I'm dabbling to coding languages, like yeah. just going through it. And it's like, yo, it's actually fun. I picked up coding actually uh, since I had left that job. Like I was really? in the crib. Yeah. And there's so much shit to learn and it's not that hard. Exactly. exactly. It's just, there's, there, this shit's not taught to like people in school like you know what i mean normally and they'd be like expecting you to learn it like it's one thing i i wish we had a better system where these skills were just front and center and it was just like yo come to the library today in the next five weeks we're going to teach you how to learn python or we're going to teach you how to learn this like i wish it was just more readily like open instead of like always hid behind a paywall because yeah. i mean and there are free um there are free avenues to learn these skills and learn these things, but I feel like it's not, everybody doesn't always know where to find it. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. So. Um, uh, for all right. So when I had gotten uh fired. <laughs> when I got fired, I was uh This is right before COVID. COVID or it was December, January. Okay. December, January. Um uh we, we sat down, she was like, Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um uh so during that time period, because I had the free time already, like yeah, I was just kind of chilling. Um I just started taking up skills. So one skill that I took up was bartending. I oh. took up really took a bartending <laughs> class. I was like, hey, you is know it what? difficult? It's not at all. It's um. It's just about like remembering the recipes. Yeah. But it's. I wouldn't even say it's about that because um, it's like if you can just control like your temperament, if you like good and engaging like different people, yeah. Then, like you're always gonna be good because even if you're fucking up drinks and like you're talking to somebody like real cool, like oh like oh my fault like or somebody's like asked for a drink and you like maybe you don't know how to make it. You be like yeah. oh remind me what's in that this and the third and they didn't tell you and like. I go out all the time and I have fucked up drinks, but it's all not stopping me from having a, a good time. Good time. And, and, yeah, and I feel you. And so much of it is just being a people person and knowing, yeah. like, not even knowing how to talk to people, but the vibe with people. Like, cause it'd be those ones where you'd be like, damn, this shit was nasty, but like, yo, she cool, whatever. Like, yeah. you still going to tip. <laughs> it's whatever. Exactly. You're trying yeah. to have a good time. Exactly. So, um, yes, yeah, so I took up the bartending and then I started doing coding because I was doing, uh, this thing, Career Karma, actually. Yeah. I seen somebody talk about it on Twitter. And then, uh, yeah, yo, Twitter, blessing and a curse, man. Blessing <laughs> and a curse, OD, <laughs> yo. That ain't no lie. <laughs> I seen somebody talk about it on Twitter, and then I seen, some, I, I seen it somewhere else or whatever. So I was like, I ain't doing nothing. Let me check this out. And it's pretty, um, I mean, if you like still interested, I definitely recommend it. Um, and it's pretty straightforward. Uh, you download the app, and what they have is like kind of like this, like, tracking system where like you check in every day and they give you an assignment to do and honestly if you follow that shit head to toe you will be within a coding program by the end of your sh- by the end of like the the period or whatever because i yeah. got accepted into a coding program actually uh before i even finished and that happens for a lot of people yeah and um but they they give you this and you like free courses to practice on and to try it out and um but yeah it's dope um but yeah i didn't i didn't um I didn't start the coding program, whatever, like the COVID and shit, <laughs> like kind of threw everything out of whack. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah man. Yeah, now there's, there's, there's stuff to learn. Like I said, like I've been just like learning stuff on the side. So like, I don't know if everybody noticed how I've, I've mentioned this a couple times, but like the library, like if you have like a barcode, like you could go on like LinkedIn learning through like lynda.com and they have like all these video courses which i mean if you don't like the classroom vibe where you kind of feel like you're sitting in a lecture then maybe it's not for you but usually they do provide like actual exercise files where you could just follow along and do stuff so it is good but like yeah man i've just been using this time to just learn more stuff because i'm like at the point where i'm like i'm about to be 30 and like three more years i'm like i gotta (laughs) gotta get the bag secured so that's all it is man that's what I was thinking too. Was you out there voting on election day this past for the primary? Mm-mm. Able to make it? I'm a, I'm a, I mean, I'm a registered independent voter. Oh, really? You know yeah. what's funny? I was honestly contemplating switching my freaking uh, shit because I'm wondering if I'm able to make more of a difference, like voting in the next primary. I'm not even sure, but <laughs> I, I, I was contemplating. So, question: As an independent, are you? So you're not allowed to vote in the primaries? Only just the general elections, right? Or is there something? Yeah. At least to my knowledge, I, I'd be lying if I said you I know knew for sure. 
back. You're like, no, 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 that's fair. <laughs> you know I've been contemplating that because I wondered, like, hypothetically speaking, like, let's just say black people as a whole just say, yo, fuck it, we're going to register as Republicans. What if they were, like, just better Republican candidates that carried values that we cared about? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't that happen in, a, in an ideal world? You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Things I always wondered, but there's no answer for it, and nobody <laughs> ever really thought about it. Because I, I, I just feel like if there was reasonable Republican candidates and then we had reasonable Republican voters, you would mm-hmm. never have a guy like Donald Trump in office. Like that, like yeah, that would never happen. But you know what it is? It's like, it's like this extreme shit now. It's like, Oh, it's so extreme. I feel like but at the same time, it's, I, I, I don't even know if it's extreme. It's just that maybe like, cause we've opened that we're opening our eyes more. Right. Yeah. So somebody like a George Bush coming into office now, we probably would have been like, hell no. You know what I mean? Like us, like, you know what I mean? Like black li- uh, liberal people, we'd have been like, hell no. Like, you know what I mean? But back then, he didn't seem too, too bad. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, I'll, I'll take George Bush in a minute right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, even if you disagreed, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I don't really yeah. like this guy, but I feel like we'll probably be okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Donald Trump, this motherfucker. Yo, yo, he's the worst president ever, yo. And I, I and I'm not a political person at all, but it's yo. like, yo, it, so it gets to the point where I just wonder how people could be blind to some of the shit he says, and then be like, yo, but he did that, and I'm just like, bro, <laughs> yo, some of the shit he says is just wild, like, it, and it doesn't make sense. And I don't know, I don't want to, like, I hate coming at people's intelligence, but a lot of the time it just seems like he's uneducated about shit. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's mm-hmm. like, who's giving him a mic to just blurt shit out? And it's the fact that you have a whole team, because that's the thing, I, people put too much blame on the president. There's a whole team of people in there briefing him and yeah, shit. Exactly. And the fact that you have a team not where not one of the motherfuckers feel brave enough to say, yo, you wildin', bro, like, that don't make sense, G. They do be telling him. That's why they be getting fired so much. <laughs> you right. Like, That's Yo, great. You're out your fucking mom, bro. <laughs> you see Fauci when he was talking about the virus, right? Trump was like, it's so funny, bro. It, I was watching this shit because I never watched the news. I just so happened yeah. to be in the room. Shit was on. Trump is like, uh, we thinking about uh, maybe if you we couldn't get the uh, disinfectants from the bleach somehow inside of us, inside of our veins. <laughs> Fauci said, Fauci would like, he folded his arms, put his head in his hands, like he couldn't hide it. Because Fauci's just, like, yo, why am I on this team with this dumbass? And it's like, <laughs> and that's, that's the fucked up part, and that's what's wrong with capitalism. It's just like, yeah. if you, if you, if, like, there's no moral code, like, there's no moral yeah. compass. It, like, really fucks up our moral compass because it does. you're always going to go the direction of money and what's yep. going to benefit you as an individual because, you know, you have to survive. You got to yeah. do what's you got to secure your future, so yeah. and so you know Fauci. Is, you know, not forget. You know, forget Fauci. I'll take Trump for example, right? <laughs> I don't know anything about Trump on a personal level. Um, yeah. you know I, mean? I don't know where his belief truly stands at. Yeah. But the way I look at it, this is a person who had some money, who had, who also had an opinion, and was just like, "Yo, I'm pretty sure if I pull this shit off." <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to be good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, he, yo, <laughs> he's going to be like, I'm going to be good. But imagine where that mentality started. It's like this this, this focus on your individual self. Like, yeah. he, like he's not thinking like, oh, what's going to, like, what's truly best for like everyone or like what's the truly greater good. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? It's just, yo, I'm going to be good at the end of this shit. I, like, oh, it's lit. You know what I mean? Like, I got, my, I got my money here. I got money investments <laughs> here. If I can pull this off, <laughs> if I can do this one thing. <laughs> that's fucking funny. I'm going to be good. You know what I'm saying? And that's. That's how that's where capitalism be fucking us up. Like, yeah, it's it's no bro, more that shit. Bro. Yeah, we gotta find a way because, like I said, this this shit's not working. It's just not working. It's not working for everybody. That's all I'm gonna no. say. It's not working for everybody. And I'll be damned <laughs> if I be damned if I let this shit fucking be my death. Like, nah, man. Exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure Trump is also trying to figure out how the fuck he got voted in, too. I, 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 I'm one of those people that believe, like, he wasn't really trying to win, but then when he won, he said, fuck, like, yeah. all right, I'm here. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I honestly feel really like really at good. this point, he would not mind. Like, don't be surprised when he, like, if he doesn't get reelected, he'd be like, I was tired of being president anyway. It was yeah. mad work. <laughs> I'm it, good. It is. Like, that shit is stressful. He, um, <laughs> he was like, he says some, and you know, people, like, he's such a, um, I don't like the word captivating, because it sounds, it sounds polarizing. like a, a compliment. Yeah, he's polarizing. Like, it's so, it's just like, you you can't look away. It's just like, yo. And so, he, yeah, he knows how to get the attention of a room somehow. Yo, but. You th- I w- you're going to really hate him that. or really love him. I wouldn't even say that he knows how to get the attention of him. It's just the position that he's in right now. Because mm-hmm. prior to this, I didn't really give a fuck. Even when he was like, saying shit about like, Obama. Yeah, I never gave a fuck because he wasn't relevant. Yeah, it's like... The show was whack. Yeah, Nobody cared like, about him. He's in this position now just talking. Like, he got no fucking sense. And it's like, <laughs> yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but he said some shit. They asked him, well, you know, when they, um during the COVID shit, they asked him, I said during, like, we still not in it, but they asked him, <laughs> It was like, do you think it's fair that, uh, you know, all your staff has been tested and we still don't have, like, testing available for, you know, other people? And then he goes, what do you want from me? He was like, <laughs> I didn't test them. You'd say, why haven't the staff been tested by now? He was like, if I do test them, I can't wait. Get out of here. And that had me dying because it's like he's 100% right. <laughs> no, no, no. He's 100% right. That shit had me dying. I was just like, yo, <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah. And you know, people like him because he says whatever, the first thing that comes whatever to Whatever the fuck comes to his mind. You know, yeah. So a, lot of, a lot of white, poor Americans felt like they could relate to him. Yeah. He's one of us, yeah. one of the good old boys. You know what 100%. I mean? Like, and that's really what it is. I, like I said, if he wasn't coming on the heels of an Obama president, because because all the white people that did not want Obama was like, "Yo, fuck that!" Like, you know what I mean? So this was a perfect thing, like that. Like them having a black president, that was the hardest pill to swallow. Like, imagine that you like, Yo, I love America, but you're a racist, and you're like, Yo, my president's black." But think about it too. It's not just the black president thing too. It's also you got to think anything that's not capitalism also scares people. Like, you've oh been yeah. Con- the way Americans have been raised, like we've been conditioned, to, like literally, like be afraid of like communism and like mm-hmm. other like um governing um systems. Yeah, if, like you know, what I'm saying like why why was there ever an embargo on Cuba because they're <laughs> because they have a different because they're communists? Like what? Yeah, that's crazy. Like that's some real crazy shit. But yeah. the way that we're taught that like even when it's presented to us in school, I mean now you have uh, teachers that are a little bit more liberal about it. But even the way it's presented to us is like. Cuba was this threat, and yeah. we had the Cold War. It's like, 
none of those things were actually truly a threat to us. But yeah. we're capitalists and we seek to um, exploit poor countries. And so when they aren't, when they don't have a system where we could do that comfortably and like, you know, spread our uh, America's great propaganda, then we got an issue. Like we bully them. Yeah. And um, so I was saying that to say, um, with Obama's situation, like a lot of things are happening. So think if you're a white, like traditional, like Christian, that's yeah. like not in a liberal city, what do you see? And you know, like, I feel like because we both went to Bishop Four, we also know like certain like teachings that like in like Christianity, Catholic, whatever. They like doing them. They did, I feel like around Obama, they was doing a mental assessment. Like, yo, this world is going to shit. That's it. Yeah. They said we got gay people walking around here freely. <laughs> We got we got the niggas voicing their opinions. Like, you know, they might not have said that directly, but you know, it's making them uncomfortable. They're like you know an uprising saying? is coming. Like they don't really they don't really view black people as like like people. They don't. Yeah. Like they like it's like this other thing that they can kind of disconnect from. You know, even yeah. if they even if they don't say anything directly like racist, it's like something else that's like they can kind of separate themselves on separate uh, separate themselves from like racism and like um uh homophobia and misogyny yeah. it's like in the american psyche like yeah if you grew up yeah. in america like that's in you like yeah. until whether you, you know it or not <laughs> yeah, whether you know it or not and it's like until you take the time out to reflect on like your actions and like like how you go about things then it's always going to be with you like it's a continuous unlearning process so yeah, Obama presidency. They're like looking around. They're seeing all this shit happen. Gay people get gay people can marry each other. People get abortions. <laughs> they did a mental assessment and said, "Yo, the world is about to end right now. Right <laughs> now, the second coming is about to happen." You know, like yeah. Um. So you know, like they're they're like scared, and they yeah. like here's here's Trump, a regular guy just like me, somebody with some common comments. You know, what I'm saying like they did a lot of um ignoring like voices and like, you know, of other people. And that's just what it is. That's, that's you know, I mean, they voted for him like out of fear, like, yeah, like, I'm, I don't know what's coming next. You yeah. Know? I don't know. This... Socialists. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> it, like that scares people, bro. Like that really scares people. It's crazy. I just, I wish there just wasn't so much power in the hands of the government, but that's the way we designed this shit, unfortunately, man. But it is what it is. It is what it is, man. But yo, before we uh, sign off, man, uh, first of all, definitely gotta have you back on. You really, really, really good guest. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah, how do you start the podcast? I want to. Ask how do you I start the pod? Um, that's a great question. So I guess, and I would say this is fair for most people. I used to just listen to a couple podcasts, and it. When you listen to podcasts a lot, it's very weird because it's a weird relationship where you just listen to people, you have your thoughts, but you can't speak back to them. So mm-hmm. I guess at one point I was like, yo, like I would love to just talk about this shit. And like, to be honest, naturally, I'm a very introverted person. Like, I don't really be out like I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to be outgoing. Like, like if you know me, if you're close to me, then, yeah, I'll, I, I'll like, you know, share who I am. But other than that, I don't really share who I really am. Like, if you ask anybody I work with, like, yo, Elijah, Elijah's quiet. Like, none of the motherfuckers I know have a podcast. And they're not motherfuckers. Like, if y'all <laughs> hearing this, I don't mean y'all motherfuckers. That's just a I bad term I use. I don't need to talk to you. Yeah, but right. I just do my work and go home. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty to myself. Like, you know, you wouldn't know anything about me. But, like, I feel like this is, was, like, a perfect platform to just kind of view my thoughts and sometimes it's like like with twitter you know you tweet something you'll get you know 
it gets misinterpreted. You get slayed. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all over the internet. Uh, you post something on Instagram that's really like whatever. People take it the wrong way. But I feel like on a podcast, you got to actually like subscribe my shit, listen to it. You know what I mean? All hour of it. And also, it's just like, it's a different type of medium that I feel like everybody don't have access to. Like, which I wish more people could, but it's something that everybody doesn't have access to. So it's like, I'm able to just kind of have a platform where I could just bring other people on, learn more about people. Cause that's my biggest thing is I just get to learn about different people from different walks of life. And like, this shit's only been going for like three years, but like, I've had like some, like I'm telling you, like I've probably gotten to know people that I may not have ever gotten to know otherwise. And it's just interesting when you hear about like how people got to where they got to. So yeah, I enjoy it. And um, yeah, you know, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you know, yeah, let I'm me know. You know, I start and stop so many projects. <laughs> yeah, I, I would you just say I mean? with this, you just got to just say fuck it one day and you do it because yeah. it's almost like swimming. Like you throw you in the water, you're either going to start swimming or you're going to drown. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to start doing something. So, yeah, I would just say if you're trying to do it, just do it. You know, it just takes like a mic and it, it's not as hard as people think yeah. it is, obviously. And I'll say like I do like the fact that I have a lot of friends like and I, I'm not going to say they're like super 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 like best friends but people that like I you know I'm associated with that you know they started their own shit and I love to see it and I love when they just hit me up like yo how do you do this then I see they have their podcast they got their following they got their base and I'm like boom that's another one and I feel like more black people need to have it particularly because it is kind of a white dominated like yeah for sure things and I think like more people got to get their thoughts out because you know, what other platform you're going to have, you know what I mean? So it, it, it's definitely dope. I strongly recommend, like, you would be fine because you're yeah. a well-versed person, well-spoken, I, uh, so. I don't, like, I uh, I had, me and my boy, we had, like, we had, like, recorded, like, two episodes, and then, like, I don't know what, what happened then. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, I do like podcast. Like, I really, like, um, there's a couple of mu- music podcasts where they, like, break down albums. Shit. I really like those, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I just, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to, lazy is not the word, but I just, I'm preoccupied with so many things. I don't, I want a very low maintenance. It's tough. It's like, tough yeah. That's why, like, me personally, at the point in the life I was at, now that we're in quarantine, I've been going once a week more so. But originally, like, it was like, I think when I first started the podcast, it was once a month. <laughs> then I've moved up to twice a month. Now I'm every week, but it's hard. Like, I, I, I'm not going to lie, because it is a time commitment. And if it's not your full time job, you know, it's just really, it, it is tough, but I would say, yo, I would say, yo, I'd rather you go ahead. If you fail, you fail. You know what yeah. I mean? If you got to stop, you stop. Nobody going to ever be like, oh, what happened? Like, you know what I mean? If, if people are asking what happened to it, that means you're doing something good. You could always bring it back. But the good thing about when you make a podcast, you choose how you want to release it. You know what I mean? You could yeah. stop, start, however the fuck you want. You ain't have no bosses until people start paying you. So, and when that happens, it's a different, it's a whole different ball game, but. Nah, you definitely got the green light. If you ever want to be back on, bro, hit me up. You know the vibes. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We definitely got to link up once these, uh, I guess once the vaccine come out, because I ain't leaving Yo. my house. <laughs> Yo, man. I mean, I, to- I told you how I'm moving outside. <laughs> I see. I, I'm I mean, outside now, so I mean, we can, li- we can, link-, we can link whenever, bro. I- honestly. I hear you, bro. Nah, I'm definitely down because I be seeing you throw these bangers, bro. I'm like, son, next time you have a wave, bro, I'm pulling up. Yeah. I seen the last two, three parties I ain't make it to. I'm like, son, why do yeah. I like, I don't know what I be doing. I be busy with something else. I'm like, yo, fuck this. Like, I don't need to work at the Y next Sunday. Like, fuck <laughs> it. Like, pop out. Yo, but, yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. These, these events, the, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm, it's, it's weird. Like, people have been asking me, like, yo, you gonna throw something? Like, and like, <laughs> 
it's a very weird opportunity here. It's a very, it's a very weird, weird opportunity. Very. And so it's like, as a person at those events, I have this opportunity to kind of create this like cult situation mm-hmm. of like these secret low key parties. Uh-huh. And I've been saying that whole thing is like, this is a market. It's a market for that right now. Yes. And these secret low key parties. And I, um, so somebody I know owns a venue. They had like a quote unquote virtual brunch. I, I bartended, I bar, I bartended for them, but they were asking me like, "Oh, you don't want to?" I'm like, "Not. Nah, I don't want to be reckless and put anybody's health." Yeah, out. and that's what it really is. But there's a very, <laughs> very, very cool, like weird opportunity. Like I think, <laughs> like it's almost like on some like uh, in the UK they got these like secret rave shits going on right now, and like underground <laughs> that cult. You know what I mean? Like this, this opportunity here to establish yourself as like. Like a like a major party person, yeah. You know I mean? um, Dangerous. I, so. I just don't want to. I I don't know. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I, I I I feel you on that same though. I feel like once there's a vaccine in a year or so, and that mm-hmm. like once this is pit behind us, then it's gonna be like, yo, who could just be the first to get shit out? That's when I'm trying to be like, all right, yo, we outside, we throwing shit. It, like, fuck it, we celebrate. It's gonna be too late. It's gonna be. The it's gonna be too late to take the scene to back. Day. But yeah, but yo, <laughs> fuck it. People yeah. won't be. It's gonna be in demand. But I yeah. hear you. I hear you. That is true. But nah, bro. Appreciate you for being on, yo. We definitely gonna link up soon. Like I said, green light anytime, yo. Uh, for people that don't know you, uh, what's your social media platforms on oh, yeah, IG yeah. and Twitter? Um, uh, so you can follow me at ant underscore the ruler. That's my personal. Um, you know, I try not to bombard people with the shit I got going on. But uh, <laughs> if you want to see what I'm working on visually, it's uh, Illville. Um, dot productions um, on Instagram and if you want to see uh, the clothing line I'm working out or if you're interested in purchasing some clothes that's at St. Mark's Prayers um, yeah and that's pretty much it man check that out I have it in the description but yeah bro appreciate you yo uh, guys make sure y'all keep subscribing um, follow us on Twitter TWNY Podcast follow us on IG Wavy Nika Podcast and yo stay safe wear a mask Keep six feet, keep ten feet, and uh, yo, stay safe. Hope to see y'all soon.